Welcome to another exciting episode of Bros and Broad Streets. I have the Damilare Ojo. Thank you. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, it's been a while we've been here, right? It's been, but do you like this setup? Uh, it's absolutely amazing. Rated on a scale of one to some five billion. <laughs> some five billion plus one. <laughs> so how have you been? How's your week been? What's up? What's up? Catch week has up. been great. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you do the research work, you see a lot of things happening around the world, and you have to just keep up with them. You know, you're going to speak about those things that happen around the world, but you know, ask me how I've been. I don't want to know. Have you been as well? I've been dying. Not dying, not dying. But like, work. <sighs> Can I just start um, living baby girl life, wake up, and just see credit alerts, and just be fine, and just don't have to do any work? When? You can think about it, you can achieve it. <laughs> <laughs> Aspire to Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get quick into the business of today. So, damn, Larry, what's up with the equities market today? I know that a lot of people, I mean, market just closed on um, today's Friday, so a lot of people want to know. Give us the rundown. What happened this week in the market? Yeah, um, essentially, um, you know, it, for some weeks now, the market has been a bit bearish, mm-hmm. and um, some people attribute that to a sort of uh, market correction from the gains that we've been seeing over the uh, I mean, the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, but this week, there was a bit of mixed sentiment. Um, I mean, from each day during the week. But at the end of the week, what happened was an increase in the um, all share index by 0.7%. And that was majorly driven by increasing the price of um, MTNN. You know, being a large cap stock, but of course, there were other stocks that also gained during the week. And um, just as you would expect in any week, they were also profit taking. But um, the increase, um, more than 7% increase in the price of MTNN, oh, wow. you know, pushed the that's, market. That's, a, that's a heavy weight yeah. um, to the market. What about sectors? Um, which sectors? Because I know that um, there's been a lot of earnings releases. So, how is sectoral performance looking like? And then, do you think that investors are reacting you know, to the performance? Well, I would say that the um, investors have not really been reacting a lot to the performance. But, you know, when you look at sectoral performance this week, particularly, um, three sectors recorded increase in their... Um, so you had the banking sector, you had the consumer goods sector, and you had the oil and gas sector. But the insurance and industrial goods sector um, recorded very sentiment. Um, so, but, you know, I wouldn't say that that's a... Um, reaction to the to 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 corporate earnings releases mm-hmm. really um, it's just cherry picking here and there by investors because if we were to say investors are reacting to earnings releases we should have seen the markets you know gain last week because yes. that was when we saw a lot of releases and those yeah. results were impressive yeah uh, but then I guess because of the jittering in the market mm-hmm. generally around FX last week mm-hmm. that was why we saw um, what happened last week but then that has uh, moderated a yeah. bit this week so that's speaking about saying. the g3 um fx g3 right i know that last week was crazy yeah you'd wake up today and naira to july is 16 wake up the next day 625 wake up the next morning mm-hmm. 630 till it got to 710 and i'm like okay what is going on mm-hmm. but I, I think coming into this week we've seen a bit of um it's it's been coming down and the yeah. sentiment has been reduced so what do you think uh, what do you think cost the old g3 last week and what do you think has been making it come down this week so essentially, um, for last week, there is it's, it's just happened, right? But um, when you speak to market participants, what you saw, I mean, what happened was really huge demand, yes. and supply was very low mm-hmm. in the market. And um, if supply is low, I mean, normal law of economics, it goes to the whatever is available goes to the highest bidder. So yes. that was why the price kept on jumping like that. Uh, but coming into the market this week. 
the demand has already died down. I mean, even for last week, there was that marketing intel as well, which nobody can substantiate apart from those who had the information that um, there were just some people that came to buy huge volume in the market wow. and they mobbed up the liquidity in, 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 the, in the market of FX really. Um, so, but this week we've seen a moderation in yeah. that level of demand and even those who want to sell, they've already sold what they had last week. Exactly. So, the supply is still very low but demand as well, nobody wants to buy at high price. So, demand has also falling drastically because of the high price so that is why um the price i mean naira has um, kind of gained yeah, appreciated market. this week yeah. um, so far so i mean we know that there's been a, there's a lot of um there are lots of fx tighter fx controls that's going on you know it's 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 as if cbn doesn't want to pump out you know dollars anymore um of course when we started from the banning of some restriction of some items from getting effects um yeah. for importation but you know recently it's been it's been coming to as low as even dollar cards you can't sorry naira cards you can't use your naira cards to pay for you know things anymore and it's like okay what's going on but i think we should expect maybe um more tighter fx policies looking at the fact that where the, where we're supposed to get the effects from is we're not we literally been able to you know, yeah. you know um, benefit as much as we should mm-hmm. so god save us and fx <laughs> <laughs> so talking about um, you mentioned something that we should you know you you're looking at what's happening in the world i think one news that i don't think it's shaking the world yet but it might is you know the old brouhaha that is going on between china and taiwan are we about to see another russia ukraine war please we mm. can't survive this because just talk to me really this is um that's a very big question mm-hmm. you know the way you've painted it are we about to see another russia and um russia ukraine war and well i'm hoping that it won't get to that extent mm-hmm. uh, but this is the foundation nobody knows i mean there's a there's an idea that says everybody can only know the beginning of a mm-hmm. war nobody knows where it's, where it's going mm-hmm. to escalate mm-hmm. and what the end is going to be uh, but what is happening now is just, you know, I would say a continuation because it didn't wow. just start. Yeah. A continuation of a sort of economic um, and military um, dominance, mm-hmm. the fight for dominance mm-hmm. between China and Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, excuse me, China and the um, U.S. And, and the U.S. Okay, China you know, and because the U.S. has, you know, the U.S. coming, Pelosi coming into, Nancy Pelosi coming into the, um, into, into Taiwan now yeah. shows that um, the U.S. is recognizing yes. the sovereignty of Taiwan, yes. which China is not ready to um, recognize, right? So China still sees Taiwan as, and um, you know, a zone under its, uh, a, a territory under that's under its own control. But Taiwan is a self-ruled, you know, territory, and uh, many countries of the world, you know, because you'd recall that. The United Nations is also it's also committed to that um, recognition of sovereignty of each country, right? And that is why the U.S. is also showing that solidarity to recognize Taiwan as a sovereign um, authority. But China is not re- ready to do that. Mm-hmm. So, and Nancy Pelosi coming into Taiwan is just you know, China sees it as a direct confront confrontation to its own authority. Um, so that is why you know that what has happened and. Unfortunately, some of the repercussions are flowing into other neighboring Asian countries yes. like Japan. Yeah. Um, there was the news that China, you know, um, there was a there was a nuclear weapon that was shot from China yes. yesterday, yeah. and it also affected Japan because wow. there was an economic zone that um, the ballistic weapon, you know, dropped in. Wow. So, if things get out of hand, um, it could at the end of the day, like I said, we hope that it won't lead to another Russia. Ukraine, 
So for me, right, I'm, I'm, there's something I saw about how um, blue chip companies are uh, not able to. You know, um, China is um, one of the very big, big on this um, import, um, exploitation of this thing. So I'm going to go back to that. But you know, I'm just you just mentioned that scene. Is there a possibility that we see you know a the same thing that happened with Ukraine? And I think that. When the Russia-Ukraine war started, right, mm-hmm. we saw a lot of, I want to use my two hands to quote, moral support from, you know, the UN, NATO, we are with you, we are behind yeah. you, we, we stand with you. Hmm. That's what they did. Right, so are we, even though I heard there was a time that the US um, sent about $1 billion of weapons to Ukraine, I don't know. But are we going, are we likely to see support for, so the kind of support now, is it, are we likely to see moral support for Taiwan or actual arms, money, and all that to Taiwan from the US and all these countries? And what, let me let me just put the two questions together. And what would that mean? I mean, I mean just what does this all mean? How, do, how, mm-hmm. how does this affect everybody? So I think that it goes back to what we have been saying that the world is currently in a state of an unending crisis, really. And um, one, you would see that. A number of countries are already showing support for Taiwan, mm-hmm. um, particularly European countries and even neighboring Asian countries. Um, so they are already speaking of, you know, supporting Taiwan because Taiwan on its own <laughs> cannot even near China. You understand? Really. So it would need that support. And countries that are committed to recognizing the sovereignty of Taiwan are ready to um, support. So are they going to make it direct? I think they are going to make it direct. And for US, I mentioned earlier that. For U.S. and China, really, it's a it's a fight for economic and military dominance, you know, and that has been something that has been on for a long while. I mean, a lot of us know what the kind of um, tension that was between China and and U.S. Yes, when um, the trade war. Yeah, the trade war when um, Trump was the yes. president and all of that. So I think because of that, um, we are going to see a lot of support. And are we going to? What is that going to lead to? I mean, there will be direct support, and nobody knows what to what extent some of these things are going to affect. But definitely, if things escalate beyond what they are now, um, it's going to be another round of effect on um, global trade and mm-hmm. economic growth. Because we know that China is a very um, is big on um, oil demand. Yeah. So if there's a if there's a if there's a problem within that region. I mean, I don't, I don't, I pray it doesn't get to that extent, but, you know, everything has a way of feeding off into each other. It sure. falls into it um, straight away. There's now more supply. Now what we are facing is more, more demand um, than mm. supply. But is it possible we get to a point where China does not demand anymore and then we have more um, supply than demand, right? And that well, slums the price. Is it possible we get to that point? I really don't think so because... That's, I'm talking about oil prices now. Oil prices, yeah. yeah, I get that. I really don't think so. Think so, and the reason is that um, for China, um, China has where it gets its oil from, and you know the Russian-Ukraine thing on its own is dying down a bit. Um, although things are still sure happening. about that because it's just the sort of tension we are seeing initially mm-hmm. is not is not as much anymore. Okay. So the supply part might be improving little by little. I mean, you just recall that um, I think it was early last week that. Um, Turkey was able to negotiate, Turkey and the UN was, were able to negotiate a deal 
for you know supply of grain export of grain yes, from yes, um yes. from ukraine yes. so you see that there are already some settlements yeah. in that in that aspect so if things improve in that region the supply from russia is also going to improve russia has never even i mean china has always been exporting from, from russia. russia so yes. that is I one mean, importing channel from russia. importing rather yeah. from 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 russia um, russia so I think because of that, we might not really see much effect on the part of um, oil prices. Oil, oil prices. So it might just be one making up for the other in terms of demand and um, supply. I think we've spoken a lot about um, you know China, Taiwan, and it's just a thing of is this. I mean, we alluded to our um, our outlook where we yeah. said trying to unearth values in an unending crisis. I think we, we had foresight know that the crisis is never going to end Definitely. i mean that's our job no? we said. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so um i think um, we've had a very um, interesting conversation yeah, sure. just to say a last point on your comment about the green um exports from ukraine mm-hmm. even though yes that will have you know, that could have a good impact on commodities prices but the impact of the war um you know probably still going to be a lot so yeah well let's, let's just watch definitely before things can moderate it's going to take it even if the yes, world ends today it's going to take a while yes. before things go back to normal yes, that one is so, true so anyways we'll watch and see we'll keep we'll keep being on the news and of course we're coming back to bring you more modules about this next week so yeah stay tuned damn larry last words for us well, just be happy in whatever you do. <laughs> you like that? I think that is very saying in this world. Yeah. But I mean, be happy, be good, be, be everything nice. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. The podcast you just listened to reflects the independent opinion of the host or analyst at Meristem Securities Limited and does not reflect the view of Meristem Securities or any of its subsidiaries. The podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to serve as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is not also a research report and is not intended to serve as a basis for any investment decision. Thank you. Meristem Securities Limited.